everybody. Jessica and Amber from the Literacy Link. Hello, teachers. Happy summer. I know some people are in summer school teaching, but that just I know feels a little bit different and teachers aren't nearly as stressed when they're in that. And it's extra money that you're making. So I think I love that teachers have those great opportunities. But today we wanted to focus on some of those free ideas out there for teachers. What prompted this idea for me was when I was with my kids, on all the different adventures that we went on, I was finding all of these different pieces of literature that I thought it would be so great if teachers started collecting these things, these pieces of different texts to use. Sometimes kids get a little bored with the book, bookshelf resources or what's in their book box and they want something a little bit different. And not to mention what kids read when they're out with you at different places are these different texts set up in different text structures in a sense, the text features look different. So I thought it would be so cool to just kind of run through different ideas about those free resources. So, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say absolutely that, you know, whenever you go out and about, you're not reading picture books. I mean, 90% no. of the things that they read whenever we go out on adventures are nonfiction texts with tons of text features. So when you brought this up, I just started thinking about, oh my gosh, all these places that I've been lately had text that if I was in a classroom, I could have grabbed and we could have easily used. Absolutely. Like the, when I was at the zoo, this is what really made me think about it. I grabbed the map and I don't really need the map because the zoo is tattooed in my brain from being <laughs> thousand times. I mean, I know where every animal is. It's like yes. I went with my whole family and they're like, where's the snakes I'm like right over there to the right up high on the hill they're like what I'm like yes follow me trust me but I grabbed the map because it started making me think like wow this I started looking at it thinking I was thinking about different units of study that we teach and wow this could be used for this what a great text feature that's hard to find here and it just started making me think and then of course pushing it right into math or science but having these options it could be used in so many ways and yes. then I was thinking about you going to the history museum and I'm like, I can guarantee you that there was tons of literature to grab and just use pieces of it or just have it as access. Then I went to the science center because, you know, the science center is free now. And especially if you park up by Slough High School, it's totally free. You don't have to pay for even parking. And they had awesome pamphlets. And so I grabbed a couple of those and I thought these would be so cool. Just something different to explore and look at. And then actually doing like a little bit of a field trip there without having to go there and talk about what's there. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like those places are always so good too, that if you reached out and said, Hey, can I have 20 copies of your maps? Like they would be more than happy to send them to you or give you 20 copies. Oh my gosh. You know, you're totally right about that. As I started like looking a little bit deeper into this, there were websites out there that suggested how to apply for all the different types of magazines that are out there for free. Those wildlife magazines. I know there's a, a couple of teachers that I've worked with this year that had those, which are great because those are really great short articles and they're engaging kids love animals. Um, if you're a zoo member, of course, I, anytime I taught a lesson using that third grade nonfiction unit, I always use the zoo magazine because yes. the reason there are tremendous and the kids like them and they're short. And they're about a third or fourth grade level text. So it's perfect. Yeah. So also the, um, one of the things that I had on my list was the Missouri conservation. If you get on their website, yes. they, you can sign up for the conservationist magazine, and then you can sign up for the Explorer magazine. They're totally free. And they send you 
a, a magazine every month and they are the perfect kid-friendly nonfiction texts. And they're all about Missouri. Most I of them that. are, most of the articles are about Missouri. So, so fourth grade. Yeah, so they even have a little social studies as well into some of that also, yes. because it sure gives you some history about, because I know when I've been in Missouri conservation before, it gives you tons of history along with um, the science a little bit. Yeah. I was also thinking about really simple things. Like anytime you go to a restaurant where I'm a little annoyed how you can't get an actual menu in your hand at most restaurants. Yes. <laughs> Some people love that. I hate it. I'm blind. I can't see it on my phone, even with my glasses. I have a 12 mini. My phone is so small, right? I can't see but there are some restaurants that have, if they don't have a regular menu, they'll say, well, we have like a take-home menu. And so it'd be awesome to just start collecting menus, especially if you're someone who travels, like just yes. collect different pieces of literature from different states that you're at, um, or even short little newspapers. I know like I run all the time on Main Street and there's always this little stand that has the um, St. Charles, Charles City newspaper thing. And I'm like, I should just grab a bunch of those because that's great literature that has short little articles exciting yes. things going on in St. Charles? Yes. Um, the one I thought of was we always went to the arch as a field trip and to go up into the arch, it costs, but the new museum at the arch is totally free. You can walk in and walk through the museum and it is so cool. And they always had pamphlets and like fun things for the kids to read in the front um, before you go up into the arch. So like what an easy, if you're down there for a ball game or anything like that, like walking through that museum museum and getting those different text is so easy and so accessible. Amanda Davis, who is a teacher in the Fox school district, she gave some awesome ideas. She actually um, shared with me this books online TikTok, and it was using your Amazon Kindle and so if you, if you type that into TikTok, I'm sure you, it'll pop up, but it goes through how, if you have a Kindle and almost all the schools you work with are one-to-one -one with either an iPad or some sort of technology, and then you have your Kindle attached to it, they put out so many free books there on Kindle. And I didn't realize that either, either all the books that are on my shelf that I know my little one loves were all free on there, which I thought was awesome. And then she shared another awesome website for some cheaper books. Sometimes going to Amazon isn't as cheap. And so she shared abebooks.com that has some cheaper comparisons to Amazon. So I thought it was great. Another great resource if you're looking for PTO or your parents or anyone to buy books, but that's a good thing to share with people also. That's awesome. And thank you, Amanda, for suggesting those. Amanda Davis, I worked with her in the district that I taught in and she is so amazing. So shout out to Amanda for listening and giving us those recommendations. And then of course, um, on our website, I know we already have it posted, but there's so many free decodables out there. People are looking for ways to get some of those free, cheap, or not cheap, but free decodable books just to get started or give parents some of those suggestions. We have those um, added underneath um, goal setting and summer resources if you look under there on our website. Um, but I challenge teachers just to look for those free items out there like menus and those different uh, maps and literature out there and really start building a collection and making it fun because I think that's what will get kids excited. And then I also think you can only not just use them for reading, but using them as mentor texts for writing always as well, right? Look at this paragraph, look at the way the author started this, but 
those can be great tools that can be used in so many different ways, cross content. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to try and get a blog post written like within the next 48 hours. And we will link all of this for you guys in the blog post. And then we will um, blast that out on social media. That way you guys could have the list and then have the links. If there's a link that you need to sign up um, or get these free texts. Okay. All right. Well, I challenge you to get that done too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in between all of my other things that are going on in the next two days, but I'm going to do it. Oh my God. Amber has been working PLCing. Okay. You've been creating curricular maps. You have been doing the work. I've been doing some book studies on shifting the balance. And that has been really, really fun. By the end of the summer, though, I think I have like six book studies with this book. I will have it memorized from cover to cover every single word. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and checking in with us.